Okay guys, hello and welcome back to the Do The Work podcast. It's Dale here, the Do The Work coach. I'd like to wish you a happy new year. I'm back with another episode in the new year and today I'm talking to you about how not to put all the weight back on. Or in other terms, we could look at this as the diet after the diet. So today I basically want to talk to you about why people put the weight back on after they've gone on a particular dieting phase. Maybe it's restrictive, maybe it's a really harsh sort of long diet or short dieting phase, or maybe they've just gone for a period of losing some weight over a long period of time and then slowly the weights creep back on. So I'm going to address why that might be, what to do about it, how to avoid it and, and plan for that not to happen, but also, also to manage it afterwards as well. So the first thing to look at here is we have to look at the the phase and the period of when you are losing weight. So whether you take a restrictive way of doing it where you're on a very large calorie deficit or whether you take it on a longer period of time where you're on a smaller calorie deficit, there's one thing that's really, really important that most people miss out on. All they focus on is the, the long-term goal, the outcome goal, the um, fit in the dress, number on the scales, uh, particular measurement, uh, the change in the photos or whatever that might be. And that is a really, really big and important thing. But alongside that, what must happen for you to have an understanding of what to do after the diet or after that goal has been achieved is A, you need a new goal. Okay, so you need to know, potentially have an idea that you're going to be setting a new goal once you've achieved that goal. Because often what happens is when you get to the end, You've then got nowhere to go. You don't know what to do. You go back to your old behaviors and stuff. So if you have something to work towards afterwards, that's going to encourage you to continue. It might not be in the same phase of weight loss. You might decide you want to build some muscle. You might decide you want a performance goal of doing a particular run. Or you might decide that you want to get into Olympic lifting or CrossFit. Or It could be anything at all. But to have the next goal is so important. And the next thing that's really, really important and probably more important than this is that when you're going through the phase of weight loss, although it might be restrictive, and I'm here to tell you that there's nothing wrong with going through a restrictive phase and doing a short-term diet and getting a quick result, it's absolutely fine. But it's only fine and only useful if you are going to be able to know what to do afterwards. Now, if you have a good coach, they will guide you through that process, and I'll get to that in a second. But the first bit is you need to take responsibility yourself as well for what's going to happen after the diet. If you immediately revert back to your old habits and behaviors, then obviously you're going to put the weight back on after going through a restrictive phase. So if you hit a massive binge after losing some weight, hit the takeaways, hit the booze, completely eradicate or really slow down the exercise, then obviously that's going to happen. And the reason that you were doing this particular phase of training and nutrition and all them things in the first place is because your old habits and behaviors led you to being unhappy and to be in the state where you're putting the weight on. So it's not just about doing it for a short period of time. It's about adopting those habits and behaviors that will continue long after that outcome goal has been achieved to go through that maintenance phase. So if you get to a weight that you're happy with and content with and the goal changes, you still need to have very similar habits and behaviors to what you did inside that diet. It might just mean that the calories increase slightly. However, the habits and behaviors you have around food in terms of planning, preparation, um, managing nights out and meals out. And although we don't have those things at the minute, we still need to educate ourselves on how to deal with them situations. 
So whether you've got a coach or whether you've not got a coach during your weight loss phase, it's important that you actually take note of what you're doing. You actually embed positive habits around your food. So you're not just thinking, I'm only eating this food to lose this weight. You need to be thinking, I'm eating this food and this type of food and in this way because I want to live a healthier lifestyle long term. I want to maintain these results once I've achieved them. If you simply work for just the outcome goal itself, you will go back to what you define as normal as what you were doing prior to that because all you wanted to do was to achieve said goal rather than achieving said goal and achieving that healthy lifestyle as well, which of course is all about balance. So you want to bring some of the things that you enjoy back in and you want to enjoy them things maybe more frequently than you were doing on the diet. So what you got to remember is you don't just want the outcome goal, you want to be instilling those habits and behaviours long term that you need to continue way after the diet to maintain. You can't unfortunately just get a result and then hope it just stays there. The work continues. The, the, the diet itself, the weight loss is literally the beginning of the journey. It's the start. And you probably need a coach more once you've achieved that goal because then you still need the accountability and then you need to learn and understand how to then implement them new habits and behaviors to coincide with a balanced lifestyle and not just a restrictive calorie deficit. And there's some ways in which I'm going to give you now that you can you can use and tips that I would use with clients to do that. As I say, the first thing that people do is they tend to binge, okay? And actually the thing to do when you come out of a dieting phase when you've been on reduced calories for a period of time, your metabolic rate goes down. If you shoot your calories right the way up, your body's probably going to start storing those calories as body fat because it's used to having a smaller amount of calories so what should happen is something called a reverse diet and this is literally the opposite of what you would do with someone who's trying to lose weight if you've got someone who's trying to lose weight you might start them on 2000 calories you might have to go down to 1900 when results slow 1800 when results slow 1700 1600 maybe 1500 and you slowly take away them calories to continue that weight loss process to continue that energy deficit as the body starts to burn fewer calories as you start to lose weight and go further into the diet. What we simply need to do afterwards is flip that on its head. So not go from 1500 calories to 2500 or 3000 or 4000 or whatever. What we really need to do is go from 1500, work our way back up. So we go back up to maybe 1700 and we sit there, and we monitor our weight and we monitor our body shape and our uh, body fat and all those all those measurements that you might use and we see what happens and then after a while we increase it we might go to 1800 or 1900 okay we might just do that on half of the days of the week so we're slowly increasing calories and allowing that body to adapt to that new number of calories we're allowing excuse me we're allowing that metabolic rate to slowly increase in line with our slow increase in calories rather than ramping them back up we're giving our body a chance, we're giving our physiology, our mind, everything a chance to make sense of what we're trying to do. So we're trying to slowly increase that back up to what we would define as a normal maintenance amount. And your maintenance amount is an infinite number. It will always change. But the slower you can build that up, the easier it is for you to find and identify that calorie number. So if you're dieting at 1500 and you're a female, and you want to find out how many calories you can have to stay the same once you've achieved your goal, you ramping it straight up to 2,000 isn't going to give you much information. 
but you putting it up to 1600 or 1700 and then still tracking your weight and your measurements would be a good thing to do if you're still losing weight then you are not quite at your maintenance yet and you can put them up a little more and you might put them up to 1750 or 1800 you might track again and go do you know what my weight's just started to stabilize okay i'm in a phase of maintenance now so i know that roughly speaking 1750 1800 calories is my maintenance if i want to sit here i need to work hard i need to make sure that i've got the preparation the plans the accountability in place and i need to remember all the habits and behaviors that i had around food maintain most of them to allow me just to bring some calories back in and i'm gonna also just enjoy myself a little bit more at the weekend but i'm going to make sure that i manage that um, by having maybe a smaller breakfast or going for an extra walk or whatever that might be so just balance out uh, those calories in and calories out to get ourselves into that maintenance phase so as i say it's not just about the weight loss it has to be about all the habits and behaviors that come along with it you can't just forget them once you've achieved your goal the goal is not just how you want to look. The goal are the habits and behaviors that you need to learn first, then continue to implement well after you've achieved that outcome goal and the goal changes, the goal changes. The habits and behaviors might change a little bit, but guess what? You have to become that person that eats a lot better most of the time, does a lot more steps than the average person, okay? And still continues to train and exercise using the simple principle of progressive overload, which is where your training gets harder over time. Otherwise, you're going to find you're going to move backwards. And as I said at the start of the podcast, most people move backwards because they haven't got a plan after the diet. They just let loose, they just go. And then the, the stat actually is, I think, it takes six, six months for, to people, for people to put the weight back on and more. And you see in some cases that people put even more weight back on. So all that hard work for three to six months of dieting and then within six months people put it back on because they don't implement the habits and the behaviours that they implemented within the dieting phase because they think they've done all the hard work. But the truth is the hard work continues. If you want to maintain amazing results then it's going to take some sacrifice. It's going to take some of those habits and behaviours that you've had to change Maybe not all of them, all right? You can still bring some of the things back in that you enjoyed, like, to, like I talked about earlier. But you have to realize that what you did before will simply get you to where you was before. You have to become the person that changes for the better and that adopts that healthy, balanced lifestyle once you've achieved the weight loss that you want. The person that takes responsibility for the calories and make sure that they're in a phase of maintenance, they know roughly speaking what those calories are. If you pay attention whilst you're dieting, you will get very, very, very good at eyeballing portion sizes. You will get very, very, very good about knowing where to get your protein from. You'll get very, very good about knowing roughly how many calories are in a meal. You'll get better at making decisions around nutrition. But those, those little things that you pick up along the way have to be kept at the front of your mind because those all habits and behaviors will creep back in and they will eat away at all your hard work and all your results. So what I'm saying is the period, the diet after the diet is probably just as if not more important than the diet itself because that's the diet that you're going to continue to have for the rest of your life in theory to maintain the results as opposed to the diet that you had for three to six months to achieve the results. So it's so important to get it right. It's so important to get the support, the help, um, 
and the accountability that you need to achieve that. So guys, I hope that's been helpful. I hope that's got across the idea that the diet after the diet is very important. It's given you a few little tools and tips on how to do it in the sense of reverse dieting. Um, and it, as I say, it's just displayed the importance of looking at that rather than just thinking about that outcome goal that you can achieve in three to six months and then reverting back to your old habits and behaviors. You have to remember if you wanna maintain those, you have to become the kind of person that continues those habits and behaviors in a congruent way to someone who achieves maintenance with their weight. There might be periods where you gain a little bit of weight, lose a little bit of weight, but those lessons that you've learned along the way, along that journey of weight loss and then maintenance, you've got everything in your toolbox to bring it back in line to where you need to be. So as I say, I hope that's been helpful. If you've got any feedback or anything like that or any more further questions on that, you can feel free to reach out to me direct. Um, if you've got any, as I always say to you guys as well, any topics you'd like me to cover on the podcast, feel free to reach out. And then finally, of course, if you like the way I talk about things, explain things, and you like what you see on social media in terms of the results that I'm getting with my clients, um, then reach out to me and I'd be happy to help you achieve the results that you've always dreamed of. And I'll also be happy to help you maintain those re results in using the same tactics and tools um, and as I say, the accountability um, that we talked about here with my coaching. So all you need to do to reach out is to reach out if you're interested. As I say, I hope this episode has been useful. And also don't forget, you can head over to, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, and leave me a five-star review. Guys, thank you for tuning in. Take care. Peace out.